This fantasy football top 10 quarterbacks edition of the sports gambling podcast. It's brought to you by bird dog shorts. Dominate summer with an amazing pair of shorts and a free Yeti style tumbler. When you order over at birddogs.com slash pool, that's birddogs.com slash P O O L. To the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. Viva Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas. Yes, we are coming to you live from the Blue Wire Studios here at the Win. It's NFL time. We're here talking fantasy football, kicking off our top 10 fantasy football series. It's uh it's great. We're just going to walk through uh quarterbacks, tight ends, receivers, running backs, giving out our top 10 and uh yeah, I mean football is back. As far as I'm concerned, football uh, is back. back. Football never left. Let's be honest. We uh, and and just leading by example here as uh Sherpas for people <laughs> who like to have good times. Yes. Go to Vegas to do your fantasy draft. Oh, 100%. Why not? What what else are you going to do? It it puts the fantasy in fantasy football. So. Yeah, if you're doing your fantasy draft online, like What's the point of even having a fantasy draft if you're not going to make it a destination? Oh, wow. Go there, go to Vegas. Vegas is the perfect place for a fantasy draft. Come out here, that get have, hammered. That'd be pretty funny. It's like a, a normal, like rando best ball, like underdog league, but it's 12 random people. They come to Vegas and they have to opt into like a full day of obstacles before the draft. Oh, yes. I saw, I saw a video of these guys. They went to, uh, you know, like Cancun or something. They did a big group trip. Yeah. They had an obstacle course to decide the draft. And oh, nice. uh, it's just fantasy football season, Ryan. It doesn't get any better. And of course, it's summer, which means one, getting jacked up for football, and two, rocking your bird dog shorts. Love my bird dog shorts. Again, keep me cool, keep me dry. I think I'm, I, I've lost track of how many days straight I've rocked these bird dog shorts. <laughs> Look at these things are just amazing. Can we get a wide shot? There we go. All right. Love my bird dogs. They're just they're just great. What more do you want in a pair of shorts? It feels like you're wearing nothing. Love my bird dog shorts. You get the free tumbler. It's just a great way to enjoy summer. Birddogs.com slash pool and a promo code pool for a free Yeti style tumbler. Birddogs.com slash pool. For a free tumbler. You don't want to take your bird dogs off. We promise you. What's up, guys? Shout out to uh people in the hallway, Ryan. They must have seen me uh showcasing oh, my shorts here. They yeah, they, I think they're maybe here a little early for the Thunder <laughs> Down Under show. Yes. Mm. Uh all right. That's what I'm here for. Top 10 fantasy football quarterbacks. We were debating this before the show. Do we want to start? With our number one quarterback, I, I, I my feel opinion, like, we've been doing this all wrong yeah. our entire lives. Okay, there, there's no hot takes at the t- like the, the hot takes that we've crowbarred into the top in the past. While you would argue you've been successful at those, yes. I don't think it creates the same teaser as a typical top ten reverse countdown list. Well, I think this isn't Casey Kasem. I think it's interesting because 
if we start at one, then go to 10, then the big reveal is who didn't make our yeah. list. Who's on the bubble. Who did we leave out? It's a better, we, it's a better conversation. It's, yes. It's we're slowly revealing who is not on our top 10 quarterbacks for the 2023 season. I'm going to start off my right. number one. You'll never guess it. Jalen hurts, baby. Why not? Jalen hurts highest per game average in 2022. Ryan, the tush push still mm, legal, legal, not in all States, but in the NFL, the tush push is legal. Not my school, Sean, miles <laughs> Sanders, Ryan, miles Sanders, 11 rushing touchdowns up for grabs. I know they like Kenny Gainwell on the goal line. I know they brought in De- Deandre Swift for shot penny, uh, but still like that is a, there's a, there's a chance he gets more rushing touchdowns and going into the season, we could see Jalen hurts every year. He's played football. He's gotten better as a passer every year. He's he's in the NFL. He's done for more passing yards, yards per attempt. He continues to get better. Mm. Uh, and, and you look at the schedule, like they have some legit shootout games. They have a game against the chiefs. I mean, you saw what he did against the chiefs in the super bowl. Uh, they have a, they have a game against the bills. That could be a shootout style game. Lots of opportunities for high scoring affairs, 20 red zone rushing attempts inside. Sorry. Uh, 20 rushing attempts inside the five last yeah. year. That's insane. And that number could go up. I just don't see how you can't be on uh, Jalen hurts again, 750 rushing yards in each of the last two seasons. His passing profile could increase all in on Jalen hurts as you'd imagine. Uh, so I would love to disagree with you, but the, the last, yeah, I mean the Miles Sanders thing is interesting because I think there's enough volatility there where you can almost just pencil in some positive regression for Jalen hurts in the goal line carries, yeah. even though he had a great year. Well, I mean, Rashad, Rashad Penny, DeAndre Swift are either one of those guys goal line backs. Penny, if he's if he's healthy, Maybe, but they're yeah. already t- but but the you know the the fantasy community is already out there talking about how little the Eagles have invested to Penny relative than the to the other guys. But they, they I mean, that's Boston Scott still on the roster for the two games against the Giants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but so, I'm yeah, saying I, still Miles Sanders and and Kenny Gainwell they do use on the goal line. Um, Kenny Gainwell actually. I have a sweet nugget here from the research team. He was up there as far as guys who got stopped on the one and didn't score a touchdown four times this year, uh, kind of higher up there. So he could be due for some a regression there. And that's why he's an interesting best ball back. But, but I, I think he could have, we could see more rushing uh, upside from Jalen hurts. It's crazy. Uh, that that's the, that's the reason why you love him. Also something I tracked for all the quarterbacks last year, Sean. Yes. Outlier games, or we'll call it, uh, we'll call it stud games. So Jalen Hurts only second to Patrick Mahomes in games where he scored over thirty. I I think this is something you have to look at. Uh, games where he scored over nineteen, again, solid days. How many times did he lay an egg? Twelve out of seventeen. How many times did he go under fifteen? Five games out of seventeen. When you have to look a little closer, one of those games was for rest. Two were injuries. Uh, that's two out of 17. What does that tell you? Low variance. There's a high floor well, here. Yeah. There's still a high ceiling. And, as and, much as I'd like to give you a hot take with oh. a different guy, number one, the old, the take here is injury. It's the same thing. We're like, do you, if you think he's going to get hurt, which he did last year, he missed some games. Uh, he still, he still ended up being what? Number three overall in fantasy points. Number one, if you look at a per game basis, yes. 
I, I can't I can't do it. He he met he all he ticks all the boxes. And I think the thing that got me over the edge was Miles Sanders being gone. Yeah, no, I I don't think we've hit on that enough in our best ball drafts. Uh, can I say something else? I think the defense won't be as good and they'll have to re- be relied on a bit more than they were last well, year. And and even if you think the defense is still gonna be pretty good, uh, I I how at often the, were at, they in a negative game script last right, year? Right. At the very least, they're they're playing a harder schedule. They're playing a first place schedule. So I, I simply think defense regressed a little bit. Offense asked to do more, creates more opportunities. Whatever regression happens in the rushing game, I think it's made up for either by goal line carries or additional, like maybe he, he does progress again in the passing Ryan, game. Breaking news. We just hit the over on a regression mentions okay. in our so fantasy we, football. We, we unfortunately number agree. one, Jalen hurts. We, Let's we go. Unfortunately Why agree. don't you go? You go number two, Kramer. Who number, you got? number two is, is to me very easy. And I almost made him number one and it almost, and it would be a hot take in the fantasy community because this guy doesn't have what it takes to generally be ranked at the top of people's rankings. And what is that? We talk about legs, uh, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Ooh, okay. again, almost made him number one, thought it'd be funnier if I just came on and agreed with your Jalen hurts take also the metrics match up. Now those same metrics, right? Big games, 30 points or more. Patrick Mahomes led the NFL five. Uh, how many times did he score more than 19? The reason I picked 19, 19 puts you as basically a QB one for that week. How many times was Patrick Mahomes a QB one or score more than 19 points? 14 out of 17 weeks. And how many times did he fuck you by scoring less than 15? Zero. Yeah. No, I mean, so he, he's I, good. I, I almost <laughs> think he's a safer pick with, if you factor in ADP right now, he's the safe pick at the high end of the quarterback market because he doesn't possess the same injury risk. Sure. He had a high ankle sprain, but he's not relying on his legs. Like these other guys oh, right. are. I'm, I'm surprised a lot. I mean, again, he's, he put out news on that ankle. I'm surprised he's going to be able to walk. He's just a heroic figure. Patrick Mahomes. Oh, Sean. <laughs> I mean him, him hamming up the ankle injury four months later is, is a bit much. I actually have Patrick Mahomes as my third Fantasy really? quarterback Ryan, I, I'm with you again. Uh, to me, the biggest takeaway from uh, Patrick Mahomes is they lost Tyree Kill and he didn't miss a beat. He set a career high in passing yards without Patrick Mahomes. Fifty-two, fifty passing yards, forty-one passing touchdowns. Uh, the, I guess the only thing he's not going to get you much rushing touchdowns. They don't do the sneak ever since he dislocated his knee. That's really the only kind of knock on you, it. They don't, it doesn't matter. No, I, I'm saying I, I, that's why I have him number three. So, I think he's yeah, going to be really yeah, high. with the numbers I gave out. And and on top of that, it's like last year, uh, he was first overall second in points per game without running. He, he doesn't have the basement. There's no basement games. Yes. He never scored less than 15 points and he has the same ceiling. Uh, yeah, I, this is obvious to me. And, and I think when I look, I went and looked at my exposure in best ball. I have more Patrick Mahomes than I do Jalen Hurts right now, which tells me I like Mahomes better at the ADP than I like Hurts. Who's your third guy? Well, oh, Ryan, your we, second guy. we skipped over my second. You know him, Ryan. You love him. Vanilla Vic. Justin Fields. Oh, That's wow. right. He's he's the only the third quarterback ever to get a thousand rush yards. And I know it feels th- spicy. Uh, I bring the spice. Mm. I'm not just going to copy and paste someone's, uh, mm. you know, fantasy pros ADP. That is not the kind of show we do here, Ryan. I, I know everyone's going to come in and say, oh, he's going to be throwing the ball more. 
Not so fast. Yes, they're going to be calling more passing plays, but if you've watched Justin Fields, is he the most comfortable guy in the pocket? No. Does he panic uh, a decent amount when he's back there? Yes. More opportunities to panic equal more QB scrambles. That's where he gets all his yards. Uh, fifth in points per game last year. No David Montgomery. I, I think Cole Komet also was kind of an outlier as far as red zone touchdowns last year. I think Justin Fields can get some of those. 25 red zone carries, 10 inside the five. League high 7.1 yards per carry. And again, when trying to win a fantasy league, you need those spikes weeks. Obviously, in best ball, it's really important, but especially in managed leagues as well. It's, it's still important. He had multiple, like 40 point games. So only I'm, a handful of less than a half, I believe less than a half dozen 40 point games last year. And he had yeah. two of them Two had one too, for what it's worth. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you want to you know, be careful with that one. Uh, yeah, I, I think, I think Justin Fields is the classic case of what can be. And people see the, the the potential positives and they look past the yes. fact that there could be a, I, I, the basement could be low. Don't, Again, I, I still don't think their their defense is completely fixed either. Like some of this, when you go out and sign two interior linebackers, it strikes it tells me you're going to play a more conservative blend of defense, which means you're probably not going to you're going to give your offense fewer opportunities. Hmm. I I still think their defense isn't fixed. I still think he has the ability to create turnovers, which in some cases, a la Jameis Winston, helps you in fantasy because it it gets your offense out on the field more. Uh, especially if there's some pick six stuff in there. So I, 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 I'm in on Justin Fields, Ryan. No surprise there. Like I said, Patty Mahomes is my number three. Who is your number three? Well, it's, I wanted to throw shade at Josh Allen so horribly. Mm. I want to throw shade at the team uh, because they obviously, it's starting to actually look to be true that Brian Dable is, was a meaningful member of yeah. that staff. Uh, Diggs now upset because uh, Josh Allen doing stuff off the field. Diggs upset because he restructured the contract and D hop didn't show the, up. What is the rumor? I still haven't gotten an answer. We've asked uh, the Donna bills, mafia, Adam Pelletier. Hey, what's the deal with uh, going on with the bills? And supposedly one of the other things is he wasn't uh, <laughs> Stefan Diggs wasn't happy with how Josh Allen played in that Bengals game. Apparently there were some issues with him and his now ex-girlfriend, a uh, potentially rumor swirling, and maybe that impacted his play on the field. Here's it's also a, weird. Like if you're good friends with the guy, he's giving you advice on your relationship and telling you what you should and shouldn't dog. do. It's it, yeah. And then they're getting super emotional and then he held out, but he didn't hold out, but it wasn't about football. Like, well, what the fuck was it about? If you're not, if your job is football and you don't show up at your job, what is it about? I, there is just, there is a lot of weird shit going on in Buffalo and, and all of the weird shit will give me pause for the overall success of the team. Yes. But what do we know more than anything else? When things go, when things start to go South, what does Josh Allen do? Runs the ball, puts the Lowers ball, puts shoulder. the team on his fucking back. The, the old Josh Allen, Ryan. The old Josh Allen. Oh. Before he started dating celebrities, before he turned into TMZ, Josh Allen. Before he got too big for Buffalo. I don't have him in my top four, Ryan. I have him slightly below. Okay, I, I'll, I'll break it. I'll break the news now. I got Josh Allen number five as my fantasy football quarterback. Okay. I think to me the reason is Sean McDermott. I think is going to limit his carries inside the five. It was 11 last I, I year. And I expect you, that to go down. I don't think you limit Josh Allen. Oh, talk to Sean McDermott. 
I think they've I think they've lost their way as an offense without Brian Dable. I think there's serious chemistry issues in the locker room. I think he's going to lose some of those rushing touchdowns that he had previously. So again, I I, to your point, I'm not completely out on him. I just haven't met five. You want to hear the data? Sure. Thirty point games again. How where is the ceiling? How often does does it show up? There's a clear tier of Hertz, Mahomes, and Allen when it comes to that. Yeah. Hard to ignore. Also, consistency, 19 point games. How often is he a QB one? 14 out of 17 games last year. 14 out of 17 games last year. And last bit, how often does he fuck you? If we throw away the Cincinnati game that didn't actually happen, only one time did he score less than 15 points. It's hard to look past that because everything you discuss with Fields and the ceiling and all of that, like that's what Allen is every year. And even if he regresses back a couple rushing touchdowns, I think the volatility in the offense is going to lead to him doing more and him having to do more and us having more magical live betting experiences with the <laughs> Buffalo Bills as Josh oh, Allen they're, they're throws the ball away. So yeah, I I wanted I wanted to get him out of here, but and again I looked at the exposure, Josh Allen. I have more of than Hertz as well at the current ADP. So go figure. Go figure. Go figure. Yeah, I'm just slightly lower on Allen. So who's right. your who's your number four then? Number four, uh, and the I think these guys are very close, uh, but number four is Lamar. Okay. And it's the obvious bounce back. You know I'm a Lamar guy. I, I think I think, you know, when you're looking at my quarterback tiers, you have that top tier explosive has the opportunity. I think you have then the next tier, which is the Lamar Justin Fields tier, which has they have all the tools to get it done. Uh, They have the athleticism. They check the boxes of they can score with their feet. And I think the reason Lamar is ahead of Justin Fields is because I do think this this Todd Munkin offense is going to be faster. I think they're going to play with more pace. I think he has objectively more passing weapons than he's ever had. And if anything, I think, you know, the idea that the defense wouldn't be there uh, as much as it's been in the past, you know, maybe we're seeing a little couple more shootouts there in the AFC North with the way the Browns, uh, the Steelers and the Bengals are shaping up. So all of that sprinkled in, in the abbreviated season last year where he missed a bunch of time due to injury and holding out for a new contract on the advice of his agent, Lamar, he still went over 30 points twice. Again, how often does the ceiling come? Still went there twice. How many games over 19? Uh, five of 17, but again, he missed a lot due to injury and those fifth, under 15 games, seven of 17, I think six of those, uh, maybe all seven actually were due to hold out or injury I just think we're getting like to push him too far down your board. You're getting cute. Mm. And I think when it comes again, when you proof is in the pudding, when I'm drafting these best ball teams, it gets much easier to click Lamar because he's now going a couple rounds after the big dogs. You go to the high stakes stuff, Sean Lamar is going right up there near the top, right with hurt. So uh, I love Lamar. I think he's he's my he, he's kind of a clear number four to me. And there's a little gap here between the top three guys and everyone else. So Lamar, number four, bounce back season, got paid. Now he's got to show out with his arm. I got Lamar noticeably farther down, Ryan. Maybe I'll I, I'll it's just a, it's an injury it. take then. It's an injury. Well, take. you'll have to stay tuned. Uh, yeah. So I mean, I guess just to piggyback it because you already talked about it, Justin Fields. I do have him fifth. I have been drafting. Well, him can a, I do my fourth guy? Yeah, yeah, you can go for it. Uh, uh, Joe Burrow. 
I got Joe Whoa. Burrow. All right. Is this is this a spicy no, take? No, I like this. Joe Burrow, I obviously just confirmed dog. And you look at the back-to-back years, he started off slow. Some of it's just like, hey, the Bengals, they start off slow. That's their thing. Is it their thing? Or is it one, there was a year where Joe Burrow was coming off an ACL, or two, he was coming off um losing his appendix and he was completely weak and and took a lot for him. <laughs> Beta move, no, getting I, your appendix I, out. I mean he real pussy. He had lost a ton of weight. He he missed a a bunch of training camp. He's coming in with a chip on his shoulder with two great uh receivers, obviously in Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. Uh, don't don't lie. Three. You you're a big boy oh, guy. Tyler Boyd, love him. <laughs> and he sneak he sneakily added some rushing upside last year. He had had five rushing touchdowns. He he he's peppering in those uh, rushing touchdowns, and I think that it will be enough to jump him over Josh Allen. I'm going to say it right now: Joe Burrow has more rushing touchdowns than Josh That's Allen. A That's a put hot that take. in your pipe and smoke it, Ryan. Love Joe Burrow as a guy, as a dude. Uh, so give me Joe Burrow. If we want to talk about dogs, Dog. you feel good having him in your lineup. All right, good transition because I I, I did just make a slight uh, tweak because I'm also a big Burrow guy. I think he yeah. really pops in the numbers that we were talking about. Again, how often does the the big ceiling come? Three times last year, went over thirty. Uh, finished fourth in overall points and uh, average points per game consistency. Again. Only ten out of seventeen games did he go over nineteen points. That kind of stands out to me. Uh, but like you said, there was a slow start in there, and only here's why I like him. Only went under 15 points three times. Sean. Yeah, and, and 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 again, there was an abbreviated game in there. But that that's the kind of stuff where I what got him over the top for me is also in these best ball drafts. 100 percent, if I've drafted uh, Chase or Higgins, I'm drafting Burrow, and I end up with Chase if I have the second pick. Higgins, if I have a tail end pick in the first round or second round, and I find it again pretty easy to take Burrow. I actually made a late swap there, put him in over Justin Fields, mm. uh, because I, I, I again I think we're we're kind of in in the spirit of the show talking about a managed league. I think consistency matters a lot in those, and I think to your point on why he might not start slow this year. If he doesn't start slow, that 10 out of 17 number very easily yeah. gets the Mahomes number of like 14 out of yeah. 17. And he he brings that same level of consistency two or three rounds later. Ryan, uh, Joe Burrow, five rushing touchdowns last year. Lamar Jackson, I, I, five rushing touchdowns in his past two years. Just a little note there for you. I don't, I'm not with you on the Burrow rushing. Okay. So that's just an outlier to you. Yeah, I, I think if you're going to say Josh Allen regresses back towards the mean on rushing touchdowns, maybe Burrow does as well. Disagree. I I think I think Burrow's just a crafty guy. I think he's he's two year he's going to be two years removed off that ACL. I don't think he minds using uh, his mobility. All right, we're going to get to the second half of our top ten fantasy football quarterbacks. Before we do that, got a shout out underdog fantasy. We've been doing a million of these underdog fantasy best ball drafts. And why not? $15 million in prizes up for grabs. Are you kidding me? Uh, again, $25 entry for Best Ball Mania for millions and millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs. I mean, we're talking about 700 billion and a trillion 300 million. It's a lot million. of cash. 
just for firing off on these best ball drafts. Best ball is the best way to do fantasy. You don't have to manage the league the entire season. You could just draft, aka the most fun part, set it and forget it. Sean, and they, then, they uh, just launched the Chihuahua, a, oh, okay. a four dollar contest. Yeah, and they have four dollar contests. Again, why would you be doing a mock draft when you can do a four dollar best ball contest? If you're just like, hey, I want to see where people are drafting, why not do it for like four or five bucks? Instead, I mean, you should be just doing it for twenty five dollars. Come on. A couple years back at the Fantasy Expo, we were we were kind of we were doing a thing. We were net doing some networking, and it was like one end of the room having a conversation with these old people that are like, "Who the fuck has time for a mock draft?" That's <laughs> uh, you know, you got life to live. And then you walk to the other side of the room, and it's just kids like, "Hey, bro, you want to hop on the next mock draft stream?" And it's like, oh, man, no more mock drafts." Yeah. Do the best ball. Uh, also, great place to uh, get down on some pick 'em, aka uh, season long player props. Underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. 100% deposit match up to $100. Underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. Uh, well, I assume you're prepared with that rushing total. Uh, oh, man. They're, they're, not, they're not actually dangling a Joe Burrow rushing. Oh, here it is. Joe Burrow rushing touchdowns next year is three on underdog right now. Lamar and Josh Allen, both six and a half. Hmm. So it, I'd say that's a pretty spicy take <laughs> three and a half touchdowns and a touch in a, a quarterback touchdown uh, rushing market. Yeah, let's go. All right. So you've given out your top five. Yes, I've given out my top five. Six is Justin Fields for me. So okay. we'll get that out of the way real quick. It's Im almost impossible to ignore the guys who have a uh, a track record of production in the NFL and legs and are potentially going to be scoring touchdowns with their legs. And so Justin Fields, like I would, I would be getting way too spicy to, to give him the Anthony Richardson treatment and just completely kick him out. The reason he's down at six for me and, and I, and I haven't really, I've drafted a lot more Lamar, Josh, Patrick, Jalen and Joe Burrow than him is, is because his floor is just scary. Uh, not only that, uh, he he went over 30 points twice, and that's what people will cite. His ceiling is so high. He had those two 40-point games. I think argue, I think that was the best two-game stretch, and I think he owns also the best four-game stretch last year. But only two games over those 30 points. Five of his 17 went under 15 points. Only eight of his games did he was he a QB one. So two huge games, only six other games where he was even a QB one. That's what scares me. I think there will be some variance with him. I think some people in the fantasy community believe that his passing positive regression will pick up for whatever, oh, yeah, whatever garbage uh, yardage he gained on the ground because <laughs> he was in some glorious blowouts last year. I do think the defense takes a step forward. That's why I dropped him to sixth. I do think that he has the, of the guys we've discussed, he has the most obvious scary floor in that he could what if he doesn't take a step forward we we're hoping to get what we got last year which is a horrible defense and him running all over the field i don't think that happens so he, he's still number six for me i definitely have him less than the five guys above uh for me number six boat trip him or uh not the boat trip whoa, whoa. Uh, jared goff sucks island coming in at really? number six. Oh jesus I, I, this to me, they play a ton of games in the dome. He has a very good receiving core. They give him a very easy offense, no rushing ability. I, I think the defense still isn't fixed in my opinion, but again, like I, I, it's hard not to project that he's going to just be throwing a ton, uh, getting a ton of easy stuff to Jameer Gibbs, ton of easy check down stuff. 
like the offense is set up for him to have a bunch of yards, a bunch of easy throws, easy points. I don't think Jared Goff is good. Where did he finish last year? In points? I can pull it up if you don't have it. I don't have it right in front of me. All right, let's see. Uh, He finished 10th in total points last year. Uh, That number, uh, he drops a bit uh, if you go to average, but. Yeah, I I think he's going to. I just think that offense is going to continue to improve. And I I still have a ton of questions about their defense. So I think they're going to be in high scoring games. And I think him racking up a ton of yards, even some passing touchdowns. Yeah. Makes sense. So, so uh, of the quarterbacks outside my top 10 Goff is one of the three who possess a 30 point game from last year. Uh, so I, I don't hate the take. I I certainly I'm only drafting Jared Goff on teams where I've already got the receivers. Yeah, I'll say that, which tells me in my head I don't like him that much. And I think we've for a long time on this show we've we've built uh, a brand. We've we've generated some nice ROI over on Jared Goff sucks island. Mm. So I don't know what the fuck you're doing here, putting Jared. <laughs> this might be the six. hottest take of the season. Ah, come on, six. Yeah, I mean there are guys that still have uh, bona. F- Yes, this is this is okay. a hot take. This is very. What do hot. you got, Ryan? This is hotter than your than anything else you've really? said. Really, Jared Goff, number six. Uh, it's just not a fun. It's it's just eh. his ceiling is maybe six. I'll give you that. Seven, uh, or, Justin. Oh yeah, go yeah, seven. Use. Seven is Justin Herbert for me. Okay. Uh, Herbert is one of the guys who stands out like Lamar as clear bounce back candidate. Uh, when you here's what scared me a little bit. When I dove into the numbers and I know the offense is completely changing and we're very excited about it, I'm probably way too optimistic on it. And if I'm being objective, there are some numbers here that will give me concern as to why I have them at number seven. <laughs> no 30-point games. 19-point games, only six of 17. Games under 15 points, seven of 17. Now, my again, the case is that the offense was... It's pretty public, but the offense was not really trying to throw the ball down the field. It resembled a Jason Garrett-style offense. Yes. We see what happens when Jason Garrett exits and a progressive thinker steps in. I think that that's what we have here uh, in San Diego, a.k.a. Los Angeles. And I think I, I'm drafting too much of Justin Herbert to not believe in him as my number seven quarterback. I think he has a tremendous ceiling. I think he has the Mahomes ceiling in terms of what he can do from a ceiling floor combination. What I worry about is that I've, I've bought too much into the offensive changes. Yeah. And it's the same fucking problems because Justin Herbert's the problem. Mm. I'm not believing that yet. I think he's got plenty of weapons to go around. He's, he's got a, a, a beautiful wide receiving core with Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, uh, the rookie, uh, Quentin Johnston. He, he's still got Everett. He's got Austin Eckler, who is good for a, uh, probably another hundred catch season, which means he's going to squeak in some passing touchdowns there. I, I I can't not like Justin Herbert. And to your point earlier, you brought it up in a, with a couple of your guys, the shootout potential in some of the games. Yeah, I, I see the case for and Justin Herbert. The defense takes a step back. That's the other big step. They're, they're a very shallow defense. I think they have some stars that people focus on, but we saw it last year. What did Justin Decker always say? It's Khalil Mack. Derwin James and a bunch of other guys. (laughs) Bosa's got to stay healthy. I actually, Justin Herbert on the bubble for me, Brian. I did not have him in my top 10 fantasy football quarterback. I'm a big yards per attempt guy and seven and a half down to 6.8. 
the the touchdowns, thirty eight to twenty five. I I get he was dealing with that rib injury. Maybe that caused him to check it down a little bit more. But there was just a there was just so much aggressiveness in Justin Herbert's game in his rookie year and in that second year, and a lot of that was lost in year three. That to me, as a guy who is you know, primarily a pocket passer, not much of a runner. Um, that to me is pretty worrisome. Zero rushing touchdowns last year. I'm it's a, it's a red flag for here's, me. So. Here's my hot take. Herbert has more rushing touchdowns than burrow this year. Okay. Herbert has better legs. I think he has more rushing potential than burrow. But I just don't think, I don't think Herbert's a willing rusher. I, I think they are going from an offensive flaw. I, I, well, I watched the, my giants come out of this where you go from a ultra conservative <laughs> mindset to try like to doing stuff. And you see the way it starts to change the offense. I think the difference here is I think Herbert uh, has a natural mentality to be aggressive and they're just going to let that go. And you're going to be bummed out when you're like, Oh God damn it. It's Her- Herbert's back. He's back from the, the Sims when he had that beautiful arm talent. I, I just, I, I'm fine not having a ton of of Justin Herbert and best ball and manager. Right. Who's your seventh? Seventh, you know him, you love him. You like that? You like that? Kirky Cousins. Wow. I, I, you can only be so bad in fantasy football when you have Justin Jefferson. You play a bunch of games in the dome. T.J. Hawkinson uh, gave him a nice boost. I am a little concerned that the defense may end up being better with the. Uh, addition of Brian Flores as defensive coordinator. I think it has to get. I, the more I've evaluated this take, we we at the beginning of the offseason we said, oh well, they they've lost some players. They might actually be worse. I do think having someone like Brian Flores means your defense will only be so bad because it's going to be relatively uh, conservative compared to what you were doing in the past. In terms of like you're going to play defense, you're not just going to sit back and let the other team do whatever they want. Another year in the another year in the offense for Kirk Cousins. Um, no Dalvin Cook. Another contract year. <laughs> yeah, another contract year. Seven he just straight he keeps year. racking up contract years. I, he he's like right here with Jared Goff. I I I gave Jared Goff the slight bump. Um, but yeah, I, I Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff to me are neck and neck. They're guys that just aren't on great teams, really aren't gonna brothers. win a aren't gonna win a bunch of playoff games, but they'll get you a shit ton of passing yards. Uh they'll get you some passing touchdowns. I don't know what the uh, I, I think the Vikings will be throwing a little bit more maybe near the goal line. Like I don't know what their goal line plan is. Uh I think TJ Hawkinson getting him involved in the red zone more is going to lead to some more passing touchdowns. Justin Jefferson and we'll get to this when we talk receivers. He actually ran pretty cold as far as expected receiving touchdowns. So, I think we could see Kirk Cousins beat his uh passing touchdowns uh from last year. So, yeah, give me Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I don't hate. I think the case against Kirk Cousins is that it was kind of an optimal year from a lot of other randomness, whether it's the defense being atrociously bad, uh, the the way that they had some of those games and created all these opportunities for stats to be gathered. Um, I, I don't hate Kirk Cousins. He's not in my top 10. How much how much money has Kirk Cousins made in his 11 season career? Oh, man. It's got to be like $250 million. $201 million, not including this year. Okay, so it's going to be close, though, because, right, isn't he getting... He's got to be getting like 35 this 30, year. 30 million, I think is his Yeah, contract. that's, oh my God. And he's never had, he's never had anywhere close to an MVP season. He's, I mean, how many playoff games has he won? One? Yeah, you liked, I mean, he, he wants, remember when he, uh, he kneeled the ball like and still that. is spiking it? Oh, I'll like never that. forget that. Eagles still lost that game. I'll never. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, fucking Chip and, Kelly. And Kirk Cousins, uh, he did finish, again, he played every game, so he finished seventh in overall fantasy points last year. Uh, same as before. The average uh, drops it a little bit further down. Uh, my concern is that we saw the ceiling from Kirk Cousins last year. I hear, I heard your, you know, your Jefferson touchdown regression, and I think on some level, if you think Jefferson is going to be that, but great, I don't even know if it's if it was the ceiling because he only had twenty nine passing touchdowns. You look at the previous years, 33, 35. I think there's a world where he gets in the high thirties. You're right. What I'm saying is from like just pure volume. I think the way that the and, and the leverage in a know. lot like, of those games was not like that a lot of those stats were were gained in lower leverage uh situations. I, I, I don't know. I think there was a lot of a lot of two minute drill type stuff as well. I, I'm just I'm I'm betting that he takes a step back and I'm also reflecting on the fact that I don't ever find myself drafting Kirk Cousins unless I had the first pick in the draft and drafted Justin Jefferson. One and four Kirk Cousins in the playoffs. Kramer, <sighs> who do you got for number eight? Uh, it's vanilla Vic time. I'm uh, wearing the threads. Oh, wearing eight. Four wearing eight. the threads. Four eight. It's eight for eight. Dan Jones, aka Danny Dimes, aka Daniel Jones, aka DJ as his teammates call him. Vanilla Vic as Michael Vic called him, or Tiki Barber, that piece of shit. <laughs> Listen, uh, I I've been giving out. I've been dishing I'm out listening. thirty point games. Dan Jones did have one of those. Okay. Uh, Dan Jones had seven games under 15 points, five of, of which were before the bye. Obviously, the offense was changing through the season. We saw it. They finally got a little bit of wide receiver stability down the stretch. And that's where you saw him have most of his success. He finished overall, Sean, last year, average points per game and total of points per game, ninth. Uh, that, that was in a season where he was learning a new offense not playing particularly well before the bye. Th that would lead me to believe. And by the way, does he use his legs? Yes, he checks that box. Could he potentially score some touchdowns with his legs? Yes. He avoids the turf monster. <laughs> it doesn't he, trip on the line. Uh, it Ryan, seems like we're news, talking Daniel about a guy who his floor is what he did last year. Okay. You're going to tell me how few passing touchdowns he has. Yes, not a lot of floor, passing touchdowns. Floor is what happened last year, ninth overall. So I would. I, that's the table stakes. He checks all the rushing boxes of he can create these yard the 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 hidden yards. Well, that's that's when they have Saquon back there. But uh, I don't know if we. I, I can't. I, I mean, <laughs> right? Come on, you're so let's easy. Wait, let's wager. You're so easy to get fired up. The, the well, I'm seven, not fired up. I, the it's seven a, it's rushing a, it's touchdowns. Cold take. The seven rushing touchdowns feels like a bit of an outlier historically Why? for Dan Jones. Why? Because he he previously had um, five in his entire career. The previous three years, yeah, he was ne his legs were never featured as part of the. I mean, it's a completely different offense. You can you can say there'll be some touchdown regression on the ground, and I'm not going to argue with you that his his rushing touchdown total should probably yes. be five and a half. Yeah, a, a I, I tick just don't lower, think, a I, tick lower than Justin Fields, a tick lower than Lamar, probably a tick lower than Jalen Hurts, Josh Allen. But I think he's going to be just as involved in the goal line experience. I think they've clearly up, upgraded their receiving room. Uh, you can joke and call it a bunch of Ferraris. They went. They went from I having. I didn't joke. That's what they, they called. They them. went from having no speed to legitimate speed. Ying. Paris Campbell as, the, Ferraris ride. as your boy Baldy noted, <laughs> he was clocked with the fastest time in the NFL last year. He's I, now on the I, team. I think that offense for the Giants, I think 
again, surprised some people, caught people off guard as, as a team as well. I think there's going to be some adjustments. I think people will be able to be able to know how to play what they did last year a little bit better. I think it's going to be a little tougher going for the Giants offense this year. Yeah, and, I, and I, my counter would be if you uh, if you look at the last four games Dan Jones played last season, he had three absolute fucking gems, and then a, a game against a very good Eagles defense that where he did not show up very well yeah. in a in a tough uh, second round of the playoff situation where we've seen other quarterbacks who have then gone on to take a step forward the following year, especially in fantasy football. So uh, I was referring to Jalen Hurts there. He showed up in the playoffs that year, too. So, but but he closed. His strongest games were down the stretch. So those adjustments, whatever you want to talk about, you don't think there's going to be adjustments <laughs> on adjustments? And oh, by the way, <laughs> we went this deep into this, and we didn't even talk about new tight end, formerly, formerly of the Las Vegas Raiders. His jersey, just feet from where we're sitting, signed beautifully, wearing the number 12, Sean. I, I, I just... He has a number one target. They updated the receivers around him. And your only argument is Saquon won't be there. No, I, I just think, I think they kind of had a perfect season as I thought. I think you kind of saw Dan Jones's ceiling last year. And I think it's, he's not going to be able to beat his, his rushing totals that he had last year. Okay. And I think, uh, I think you got to get to, for me, if I'm putting you in your you top, you're, you're making the same, you made the argument for fields and, and you're not making it. Dan Jones. Yeah. Oh, correct. hundred okay. percent. Because, so because think, we have a longer, just so we're on the record. Justin Fields will, will, will progress as a passer a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But mostly it's about uh, Justin Fields continuing to run and running at a high level. And you and don't think you saw the best of his running last year relative to Dan Jones. I think you can, I think he can slightly increase his opportunities running. <laughs> I, I, as far as plays itself, th ah, maybe that was his ceiling, yeah, but I think there's still, I think there's still opportunity uh, in that bears offense to grow. Sure. I, I think, I, I think I Justin I think, Fields is more athletic than Daniel Jones. I, I think that's a, you know, if we let's, let's get the, the full body weight measurements, uh, see who gets clocked at. I think Dan Jones has been clocked at a faster overall speed. Uh, so yeah, we, can elusiveness, have, we can have that conversation. Agility. I, I actually think the comparisons are both there. I think they both have relatively, uh, the floors are safe enough to where you you're willing to say, yeah, their legs make sense. And, and, and they should be going forward. They should be getting better, not getting worse. Uh, second year in the offense. Did Justin Fields 17 passing touchdowns? Okay. Uh, for me, my number eight, Lamar Jackson. We've already kind of talked about Lamar. T to me, the decrease in rushing touchdowns, him going out of his way to say he's going to throw the ball more, which again, I don't really know what to make. The fact that he has to learn a new system, a guy who clearly has issues with the organization. Maybe he's not. Oh. You don't think he has issues with the Ravens? They got it done. They're they're good. They're, <laughs> everything's right. good. It's business, Sean. Yeah, clearly he's got some sort of uh, COVID attraction. I, I well that that back that, to in back, hindsight that might have been holding out. <laughs> <laughs> back to back years without finishing the season to me 
is a red flag in fantasy. It's tough to project Lamar Jackson getting to 17 games. We just haven't seen that out of him. We haven't seen him playing at a high level and there's just going to be so many changes. There's going to be uh Odell Beckham. You got to get used to who is not a guy that will take to the fact that he's a number two or he thinks he's a number one uh, learning wow. the new Todd Monken offense. Like I think there's just a lot of hurdles for Lamar Jackson to clear. I, I see the bounce back uh, opportunity here. That's why I do have him in my top 10. I just got him at eight. I, I don't think he's a top five quarterback. I, yeah, I would, yeah. I think the offense change though is like a clear. I think it's like the Chargers where it's it's hard to see it as a negative for the quarterback. I got here the argument of him learning a new offense is a fair one, but I think just in general conceptually, it has to make him a better quarterback, or he's not the guy we think he is, which is I think what you're saying. Yeah, I'm just a little skeptical of Lamar. Like there, he had some moments. Obviously, his MVP season was great. Hasn't done much in the playoffs and has struggled to finish the season the last two years. Yeah, uh, to me, that's not top five material. It's that per game average that is appealing. That's what it is. All right. All right. Uh, so nine. Nine. What do you got? Well, you know, shout out to Tuanon and the Miami Dolphins. Mm. I, I, when I made my list, Sean, I think you saw me doing this in notepad just by memory, just listing off all the quarterbacks, which by the way, my rankings go all the way down to 38. So robust. (laughs) And as I started shuffling guys around again, reflecting on the thousands of dollars of best ball drafts that I've done already. And when I'm clicking guys and boy, I found that, uh, you know what I do end up taking to occasionally, even if I haven't drafted Waddle or Hill. I think the way that he was able to benefit from the offense down there, uh, he's one of, like I said, one of the 40-point games last year, Tua has. Uh, Tua had a bunch of dog shit games where he was in and out of concussions. Uh, He had had some ceiling games because the receivers around him are great. I, I just think once you've gotten to this point in the draft, again, we're talking managed leagues. Yeah, I'd rather draft Tua here a little bit earlier and maybe have to deal with dropping him later because the upside, he not a lot of guys have 40 point upside at this point. You, you know, I was going back and forth for my number nine and you sold me on, on sliding Tua in there. I know I've had Listen, some, last thing I'll say with all those concussions and all that shit, yeah. he still finished 15th in total fantasy points. He finished 11th in points per game. No. And, and again, in a managed league, I think you you still need those spike weeks and Tua gives you that opportunity. I think again, in the same way I said you can only be so bad with Justin Jefferson and playing a bunch of games in the dome, a la Kirk Cousins. I think the same applies for Tua. He has a horrible release. He's not that good. He's not gonna win a ton of playoff games. But when you have Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, you're gonna be able to create some opportunities. Even not chain, maybe they get Dalvin Cook. Like there's a world where this Miami offense continues to be a handful for teams. They, they've I mean, added they, explosiveness. They, 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 they could get down. They were able cut. to put up points in that playoff game on the road against the bills without Tua. Uh, yeah. You're, you're selling me on well, two. I'll, I'll put him in a nine as well. They were able, like, I think the one I've listened to a couple interviews with Mike McDaniel. And I do think that one of the things I appreciate about him is he's like, well, when we know we're going to get into an offensive scrap, we have to score a lot of points. Yeah. And so I think just having the philosophy that to try to score a lot, try to outscore teams sometimes, even though they've improved their defense as well. It, it again, it's hard. There's not many other guys down here that I think have the same spike potential. Yeah, Devin Achain, I think is uh, will be a nice little addition there. 
I mean, that's a lot to to manage as far as like just just the 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 field itself, like a Hill, Waddle, yeah. Achain. I I think he's really going to have his hands full. So I'm going to co-sign uh, two of there oh, nice. at number nine, Ryan. Finally, who is our number ten fantasy football uh, quarterback? I'm going to kick it off here. And I'm going to go with a rookie. We always, it's not surprising to see a rookie sneak into the top 10. Don't see him coming, uh-huh. rushing upside. Give me Anthony oh, Richardson. Stop it. Stop it. I, I love Shane Seikens play calling. I love that. You have him over Daniel Jones. Yeah. Oh, Sean, <laughs> Sean, what Sean? I mean, he might get oh. 16 passing touchdowns, right? Oh. I don't, I think the the read option stuff that they're going to run with Shane Steichen and uh, the Shane Steichen offense with Jonathan Taylor, with Anthony Richardson is really going to be pretty electric fantasy wise. You're playing a a ton of games in a dome. He's going to get you points late. He's going to get you point points early. You play in the very, very soft AFC South. I I love Anthony Watch your mouth. Mike Vrabel will cut his dick off. (laughs) I, I just, I just think they're again, you don't realize what having I'm just thinking about what Jalen Hurts did in those last couple of games. He started as a rookie, Glad you said what that. he did in 2021. You're being incredibly disrespectful to Jalen Hurts. This, this we keep, no, but I think it, we but, keep comping no, Anthony no, Richardson no. to guys who have performed and then taken a next step on the NFL yes. level. Uh, I, I, Cam I, Newton, Jalen Hurts. Let's use Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts was fucking successful everywhere he's been. Dog. Everywhere he's been, he's been successful. He came to the NFL, uh, uh, or we went to Oklahoma first, successful. Came to the NFL. He's grown as a player every fucking year, and we're comparing him to a guy who has a bunch of fucking athletic ability who looked like shit on the football field last year in college. I don't think any offensive scheme makes this dude Jalen Hurts right away. With, or no, even no, no. Justin with, Fields. With Jonathan Taylor. I don't think you under like the 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 rushing quarterback with a good running back like Jonathan Taylor, that combo can really help carry an Malik offense. Willis and Derrick Henry. That didn't work very well because no one believed Malik Willis could do shit with his arms. That's like that that I guess where I'm going is I don't know. Anthony Richardson's not that good. That's okay. my take. And I think for for your take to be accurate. He would have like Justin Fields was great in college. He was great in college. He's a, he's not a great pro yet. And he was able to produce fantasy points because of how great he was as an athlete. If Anthony Richardson was this amazing athlete, where did it show up in college? Why, why did we not see it? I understand. Should he coach whatever you want to, whatever excuse you want to make. I think just think it's very, very hot, very hot take. Isn't this why we're here? Ryan? Jared Give Goff. the people what they want. Hot take. Very hot. Very hot. Um, so I actually, uh, I have a, a bit of a, I was gonna, I was fully prepared to come out here and have a, a certain take, but then I, I as you were saying, uh, your pick for your number 10, I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to make a late swap here and put, Deshaun, no, I'm just, I'm never going to put Deshaun Watson in my rankings. Uh, I'm actually going to slot, uh, it's not CJ Stroud either. Who was the original number ten? He yeah. just got bumped to eleven. Okay, I'm gonna shoot him up the up the up the string. Kenny Pickett. Ooh, all right. Because I, I realized I I want to talk about him. We we discussed his PFF rating down the stretch over the last six games of the season. He was the highest rated PFF thrower. Take that uh, with a grain of salt. 
Uh, we know we love George Pickens and that chemistry. Deontay Johnson quietly was still a 10 target a game kind of guy. Pat Fryermuth growing in the offense. We love Najee Harris and Jalen Warren as a running back combo. Yeah. I don't think we're talking enough about the weapons that he's set up with. And like, what did I say earlier? I think we could quietly see some shootouts in this uh, all of a sudden quarterback heavy conference of the AFC North, Baltimore, Cincy, and even Cleveland to some extent, I think could end up playing a little bit faster, more offensive styles of, of football this year. Which is crazy to say about our Steelers, Sean. But yeah. I, I'm going to say I'm going to say Kenny Pickett figures it out. Kenny, Kenny, uh, he didn't have any of the fancy stuff last year that we look for. None of those 30 point games. No. But, but that that down like 12 points per game or whatever he had. Well, yeah, and I should I should actually pull it up. Uh, but the angle here is more like th- that team once they figured it out. Once he figured out his interception problems, they started to trust him. And I don't think they're going to be a bell cow back kind of team. I do think we're going to see a lot more Jalen Warren and Najee Harris in the passing game. And that always helps with the quarterback. And like I said, I think, you know, someone on that team is going to pop for a nice 10 touchdown season and going to be a steal in fantasy. It's yeah. either Pickens, Pickens or Fryer I don't know who it's going Pickens. to be. But it, what really got me down is, is after I made my list, I pulled up my best ball exposure. And while I have a tremendous amount of CJ Stroud, you made a great point. Uh, it is a Shanahanian offense. He is a rookie. Uh, I do love him. He's right on the outside looking in. But the idea of putting Kenny Pickett in there makes a lot more sense because of, I think, what he's set up to do and being in the second year. So uh, let's, let's fucking go. So uh, as far as guys we left off, we both left off Trevor Lawrence. Oh, yeah. I mean, I- he, he's almost an honorary cowboy for some reason. <laughs> Soft. I, I, I don't do did, Clemson quarterbacks. Four touch, four interceptions in that game. I, I'm still not completely sold on Trevor Lawrence. I know everyone saw him go nine and eight, and they're like, oh, I'm completely in on this Jags team. I'm a little skeptical, and I'm worried. I, I don't know. Like, I, I'm a little worried about the Jags uh, essentially winning their Super Bowl by winning a playoff game. Doug P. year after the Super Bowl could be. A little tougher than people are thinking. Obviously, uh, Dakota Rain Prescott never making it on our list. Geno Smith, I know some people are pretty high on him. Uh, just doesn't. I, I, Geno's right there for me. I, I again, Geno is an eye test for me. Like I thought, he really fell off there, uh, second I, half of the season. I would go as far to say, like, I almost think, like one, like I, my, my the top, the top nine feel. Yeah, I would even say top eight. Like I would go after after my Tua pick. Like every that next tier of quarterbacks, a typical managed year. But I, I think if you don't get one of the guys who can clearly run or Herbert Burrow uh, slash Mahomes, I think you just kind of wait, take take the last of of, of a bunch of guys. Yeah, here. and and I think like Matt Stafford again. I've been kind of high on him. Especially if that defense sucks for the Aaron Rams. Rodgers, Russell Wilson. They're they're all kind of kicking around in that same area. Stafford to me is is the fun play in best ball because I think because of Cooper Cup, uh, because of the the Rams defense, like his upside is massive. Yeah. I couldn't get him into my top ten uh here for regular managed leagues, but uh for best ball, I still like him a lot as your second quarterback. Yeah, I was looking at my uh it's like Tua, Kenny Pickett, C.J. Stroud, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff, Geno Smith, uh, Trevor Lawrence, Deshaun Watson, Rogers, and Wilson. You have to know when and to it, call. It, all of these guys. And then it's like even down the board, I've been drafting Derek Carr, Sam Howell a lot more. You know I'm a big Sam Howell guy this year. 
yeah, I don't know. I, it, it strikes me as a year where just like any other, I, I'd probably look to get one of those top eight guys on my team yeah. if I'm doing a managed league because the, the, otherwise you're streaming quarterbacks. Yeah, which sucks in a in a 12-person league. Hey, Ryan, we got uh, one down, three more to go as far as our mm. uh, our positional previews. Excellent. Well, who's up next? Running backs. Running backs. Everyone loves, uh, fellow boomers love a good running back, of course. Go to underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. Smash that subscribe Smash. button. Uh, YouTube.com slash sports gambling podcast. Uh, toss us a nice rating review over on Apple Podcasts. As always, a big shout out to the Blue Wire Studios people for having us. And our fantasy preview continues. Let's go. Uh, yeah, next uh, next episode, more fantasy. Top 10 running backs. Kramer, uh, give people, do you have a hot take for running back? Uh, I'm no Cowboys on my top 10. So. <laughs> okay. Is that hot? I see Tony Pollard. To- t- everyone loves five. Tony Pollard. He had a, he had a, like a, a, a almost cr- like a horrible injury in the last game of the season. No one. Uh, how am I the only one? Who remembers how do you that? project injuries? It's not something that you can do with any sort of accuracy. <laughs> it's not. He's not going to be good. All right. Thank you for participating in the sports gambling podcast. For the Sports Game of Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green, and he is Ryan. Let's go, DJ. Kramer, let it ride.